Yeah. Well, I, how you doing? How's, how's your? Good. How's it? Go, how's the roll been? How fucking hot it is? Is it up there? Because it's pretty fucking hot down here. It's way too hot. It's like 108 <laughs> today, even though it was only supposed to be 102 or something. Too, right? Yeah. It, it's funny because today is probably honestly the hottest day I have, like, that we've had of this entire, um, this entire fucking. Really. Uh, yeah, today, sorry, this entire heat wave is, to me personally, it's felt like the hottest day out. Jeez. Like, I couldn't even, like, walk, go out walking, like, even, like, when it's 100 out, I still take, go for a quick, like, walk in the park with my dog, just to, like, you know, wear out, because she's a German Shepherd and she needs exercise. Mm-hmm. I make sure she stays in the grass instead of on the pavement, so she doesn't burn her little paws. Um, yeah, I can only do one lap, and I was like, okay, fuck this, we're getting back in the car. <laughs> And normally I just stick up to the three and then, you know, sweat it out, but no, not today. Not today at all. Not, not today, no, pal. No amount of hype-ass fucking workout music is going to make that walk go better. Yeah. It's too hot, man. It's too hot to be outside. That's why we're inside, talking with you, talking with our viewers, all 300 million of them. Yeah, I don't think Liter- there's that many of them, but um, that's there's all right. Got, there's a plethora of them, I'm assured. Yeah, but uh, welcome back, everyone, to the Nerd Ledger. Uh, yep. Follow and like and subscribe and sh- shit. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Email. Send us hate mail. Send us love mail. Send us passive neutral, passive aggressive mail. Send us whatever you feel. Like. Send us snail Just, mail. Whatever. We don't care. Literally on the back of a snail, a little letter, folded up. Roll it up, send it on the back of the snail. It'll find its way. Don't worry. Just like our ancestors used to do. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, There's I mean, some big, big Lord of the Ring news. Um. I'm yeah. not sure if you've read, saw that, and stuff like that. Oh, uh, oh don't worry, I read it. Okay, good. And don't Kevin, worry, I. I did have some research some... on this. Research on the studio that bought it. Um, and I am actually surprised that they have some pretty good games in their repertoire. Um, specifically an indie studio called Coffee Stains, uh, and they make a lot of really good games. Uh, they also made, uh, and if you don't know uh, what games they made, uh, they made a game called Goat Simulator. Uh, and if you don't know what that is, uh, you really need to have a good time. That's all I need to say. Well, they, they and, bought uh, a bunch of other things as well recently, mm-hmm. uh, including like the rights to like, well, not the rights, but like. Uh, like a subsidiary, I think of Ubisoft, which has like the rights to um, Tomb Raider uh, and stuff like that. Uh, but <clears throat> when you when you hear big news breaking that like the rights to the Lord of the Rings IPs have sold, mm-hmm. um, it, it, you you know you just have a lot of questions like. What, what does is, that even mean? <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? What does it include? What does it mean for the the Amazon yeah. Lord of the Rings series? That was um, the main thing too. Like, if it was already up for sale, why didn't Amazon just fucking buy everything? Like, well, everybody one... thought Amazon would buy it. Is the thing, uh, <laughs> and 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 they didn't. And people might say, oh, but they that that's how does that make sense? They have they have obviously rights to those things. I mean, we know they have the rights to. The Hobbit, the Lord of the Rings, and the appendices in the in the Lord of the Rings, but uh, that's because they specifically bought carved out rights for uh, TV series. Mm. Um, so, 
what what this game studio actually has the rights to is interesting yeah because it said i believe it's the it had wording for movies and like everything basically that's the L- thing literally literally everything <laughs> but there's more to it and uh, they have the similarian too they, like, they yeah. don't they don't oh I, I thought it's oh i thought i read that somewhere I'll need no it. so <clears throat> i mean that's the other thing that comes up is like hey man well you know with, with these rights like well, they could do crazy things uh so i'll most most sites kind of report on this very very briefly uh mm-hmm. so i'll go through a brief one and then i'll go through a more in-depth one that actually like matters yeah, I the guess. one i read was variety uh variety is usually pretty good but because um, yeah i'm reading it now and it just says it has matching rights and that's in quotations so i'm sure that's a whole bunch of fucking legal shit when it comes to like the hobbit and similarian but yeah you can go ahead and read that oh, quick article <laughs> Oh my god, I, I broke it. You okay. broke it. Oh I'm, god, I'm what am gonna, I looking at on I'm, screen? What's happening? I'm not gonna show it anymore. I get it's it. It's a box. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you guys. Uh, I'm just gonna read it. But um, matching rights uh, is something you mentioned. That that just means that if um, if the Silmarillion or those other works were ever to be sold mm. uh, or ever to go for sale they have the right to match any offer and be given it if they match that offer unless mm-hmm. someone else comes in with a greater offer so like they can always they they always have the right to match any any offer and if they do then they have preferential treatment that's what matching rights is mm-hmm. um but so you know this this news broke like last night or early today or something but Uh, Swedish company Embracer Group uh, said Thursday that it agreed to acquire Middle Earth Enterprises, which owns worldwide rights to the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit film trilogies, as well as other properties related to the books of J.R.R. Tolkien. Embracer is buying Middle Earth Enterprises from the Saul uh, Zaints Company, which has owned the film rights to the fantasy works since 1976. I know what you guys are saying. What? How? How? What? The Warner Brothers made those movies, you know, back in the day with New Line Cinema, you know, like 20 years ago. Holy shit. How how did they do that? Well, don't worry. We'll get into all that. Uh, The companies did not disclose the financial terms of the deal, which gives Embracer the rights to movies, video games, board games, merchandising, theme parks, and stage productions relating to Tolkien's work. Uh... Lars Winger, Wing, Wingy Fours, uh, who is the company's founder and CEO, said, I am truly excited to have The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, one of the world's most epic fantasy franchises, join the Embracer family. Going forward, we also look forward to collaborating with both existing and new external licensees of our increasingly stronger IP portfolio. The purchase was part of a, of six acquisitions by Embracer Group, totaling six billion Swedish krona, which is about five hundred and seventy-two million dollars U.S. Um, Embracer Group is a games and an entertainment-focused company with a market capitalization of eighty-seven point five billion Swedish krona, which is eight point three six billion U.S. dollars. The company just, said. Uh, just so I could say real quick, for everyone who doesn't know who that is, and if you're a gamer, uh, you would know them as THQ Nordic. They're, that's like their front-facing gaming company. It's like, you know, that's what most gamers are usually, cause specifically because they bought the rights to THQ, and so they just started calling themselves THQ Nordic. So, anyway, gotcha. please continue. Uh, 
the company said it's plan to use the token intellectual property with Asmodee, its uh, its board and card game subsidiary that has licensed tokens IP in the past, and Free Mode, its new entertainment and video game group. Uh, this part is uh, really annoying to me for some reason, but the company said it will explore additional movies based on iconic characters such as Gandalf, Aragorn, Gollum, Galadriel, Eowyn, and other characters from the literary works of J.R.R. Tolkien. Uh, I, it just annoys me because it's like, you're still limited to what's in The Lord of the Rings to tell those stories, so why are you trying to tell individual stories Something about characters yeah turn into like a hero thing yeah i don't know gamers kind of ruin everything so we'll just see how it goes gamers ruin gaming uh right. that's fact uh the purchase uh, comes ahead of the premiere of amazon's ring to power series on september 2nd i think it's september 1st now they changed that date anyway uh, amazon spent nearly 250 million dollars to license the rights in 2017 an animated movie from Warner Brothers expected in 2024, and a mobile game from Electronic Arts is also in the works. Uh, and so that's the end of this uh, article, which is really irritating because it just leaves people probably with more questions than answers. Um, See, that's why I like this Variety article. It goes, like, really, really, like, it goes pretty... Yeah, I have, I have a good one that goes really in-depth, to, uh, which I'll get to after this, but... Um, People are like probably gonna wonder like, hey, what's up with the Amazon thing? I mean, it, they pretty much are saying like that they they have they're licensing the rights. It's kind of like um, Fox and Sony with with Marvel rights. Uh, I mean, Marvel still owns those characters and things like that, but Sony has the rights to Spider Man as long as they continue making content with Spider Man. Which is why they're like making bullshit, terrible Spider Verse movies now. Like, not not the Spider Verse, movie. that movie's good, but like, yeah, Morbius and Madame Web and, and Craven the Hunter and El Morito and all that garbage. Like, they're doing that to maintain the rights to those characters and that IP, just like what Fox would do. That's why they put out a terrible Fantastic Four movie in 2015, just to yep. maintain the rights. Uh, because if they don't touch those characters for like three years or whatever, all the rights just go back to Marvel anyway um and so a it's wonderful world of copyright law welcome ladies <laughs> and gentlemen it's a land not many people have been to yeah it's similar with this um the there, there's some contention though that's going to happen uh mm. which makes some of this stuff less exciting i guess um because warner brothers uh hasn't done anything with the lord of the rings movies or anything more for a, for a while, like after the Hobbit movies, right? They haven't touched it since then, and mm-hmm. so that lends credence to those rights being sold to somebody else. Uh, but Warner Brothers, they think they still have the rights. Uh, so we'll get into this other <coughs> article. Um, Can you link it to me? Yeah, I mean, most of it's probably in what you have, but. Um, so uh, oh, again, that's the other one. That's the other one I had pulled up. That's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Embracer Group, the ambitious acquisition-hungry Swedish gaming conglomerate, has bought the rights to make films, games, merchandise, and theme parks based on J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. You uh, gotta go. You speak the language, bro. You're like Nordic, right? Or something like that? You uh, gotta go. My, my, uh, I have family in Norway, but... Um, there we go. Perfect. We don't need to pay for hotels. <laughs> we can just scratch with them. Yeah, but I, I don't know if they're actually going to open theme parks. And if they do, I can't imagine it wouldn't be in the United States uh, because <laughs> the Americans are crazy and they're the people most likely to spend ridiculous amounts of monies to go to the theme parks and based mer- the on merchandise. And the merchandise, bro. Can you imagine the, mer- dude, the merchandise at the Harry Potter world and like whatever yeah. the fuck they, they yeah, fuck yeah. it. They murder you, bro. They stab you to death. And you're like, you have a smile on your face while you're doing it, while you're yeah. being stabbed to death and being extorted. Well, I mean, and and on top of that, like, again, there's going to be issues because Warner Brothers is selling Lord of the Rings merchandise in their on their website. Mm. And so we'll see what happens with this. But um, the the deal comes as a surprise, apparently Uh, reporting on the anticipated sale of the rights by the Saul Zanes company earlier this year. Variety said the buyer was expected to be Hollywood, uh, be a Hollywood studio or a tech giant. Amazon, which is about to debut its streaming series, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, was a prime candidate. Variety also said the rights were expected to sell for at least $2 billion. Uh-huh. Although the, the purchase price was undisclosed, it appears that Embracer has acquire, acquired Middle Earth Enterprises, the Zanes Company subsidiary that owns the rights, for significantly less than that. Great way to provide for your family, writing epic fan, writing from the grave. Here's your kids. Like I know all that two billion isn't going directly to the Tolkien camp, but I know they're like getting like what, like four hundred, six hundred, nine hundred million or something like that. Tolkien would hate it, hate all this. I think. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he'd be living right now. Like they're in the middle of dumb bureaucratic legal fights. Like this is his yeah. favorite thing is bureaucracy, right? He loves it. So he talked about how much he loved it. Yeah. Uh, so Embracer announced a deal alongside five other smaller acquisitions, Limited Run Games, the publisher of collectible physical editions of games, Tripwire Interactive, the developer and publisher of games like Killing Floor and Maneater, uh, Sing Tricks, a company that creates vocal effects, technology for karaoke and gaming, and Tuxedo Labs, developer of the destruction game Tear Down. The sixth and final acquisition remains secret for now, but Embracer said it was the third or fourth largest of the deals, so it's not major. And a financial note, uh, and, and uh, excuse me, Embracer said, the likely total cost of acquiring the six businesses over a period of time is expected to be 8.2 billion Swedish krona, which is around 788 million US dollars. Even if we assume the value of Middle Earth Enterprises makes up the vast majority of that sum, it's still less than half of what the prize Lord of the Rings rights were expected to fetch. So what happened? And how come Amazon or another major entertainment industry uh, player wasn't interested? Well, um, here's where things get a little complicated. Uh, (laughs) (coughs) Middle Earth Enterprises and now Embracer owns the worldwide worldwide rights to make films, video games, board games, merchandise, theme parks, and stage productions relating to the Lord of the Rings trilogy and The Hobbit. But there are several caveats, except exemptions, and question marks over the extent of these rights. The publishing rights to the books themselves are not included. They remain with the Tolkien Estate and publisher Harper Collins. The licensing rights to Tolkien's other Middle Earth works, including the Silmarillion and the uh, the Unfinished Tales of Numenor or Middle Earth, are also still controlled 
by the Tolkien estate in HarperCollins, although Embracer says it now owns matching rights to these works, meaning it has the right to match any offer the owners may get from elsewhere. Uh, TV rights are another major exclusion per variety. The right to produce a TV series no, uh, to produce a TV series longer than eight episodes was carved out of the deal Tolkien's estate made with Sal Zentz back in the 1970s, meaning that Amazon was able to deal with the estate directly when it bought those rights in 2017, cutting Middle Earth uh, Middle Earth Enterprises out of the deal. Nevertheless, Embracer says Middle-Earth Enterprises has financial interests in the Rings of Power, as well as in Warner Brothers' upcoming animated film The War of the Rohirrim and EA's in-development mobile game Heroes of Middle-Earth. I haven't actually... We probably talked about it, and then there wasn't any news about it, that The War of Rohirrim, that sounds pretty fucking badass. I hope it's going to be, like, good. We, we talked about it briefly um, because there was news that Miranda Otto is gonna be voicing uh eowyn for it and she was the actress in lord of the rings who played eowyn so uh, i remember we we briefly went over that but um this was announced uh you know a year or so ago but uh yeah it'll be interesting to kind of see uh but but this is where it gets really interesting there's uh finally there's a question mark over the extent of the film rights embracer has just bought warner brothers through its subsidiary new line cinema the studio behind peter jackson's lord of the rings and hobbits trilogy hobbit trilogies uh, has held the rights for years but prior to the sale the saul zentz company was arguing that the rights reverted back to it in 2021 because warner brothers had not been actively developing new film projects According to Variety, Warner Brothers did not agree, and it's entirely possible the War of the Rohirrim was greenlit precisely so Warner Brothers lawyers could dispute this claim. Mm. So, essentially, uh, Sal Zentz may have sold rights that they don't actually have. Or, <laughs> or rather, they sold the rights to make lord of the rings films to embracer which if warner warner brothers fails to continue making products the rights will then revert to embracer or maybe not because lawyers are going to get involved and who knows if the deals that sal zentz had in place translate over to the new company like we don't know any of this stuff but um it just makes me question what what they're actually able to do and because embracer is a video game company my thought is that their priorities will largely stay in video games but yeah. because of the amount of money you can make off of this ip it's really hard to believe they don't want to make films yeah because there's a problem too like with gaming companies and films it just doesn't work out man it never works out good like except for sonic i think sonic and the warcraft movie are the only game movies i watched that were like pretty okay warcraft movie was probably the number one on that list sonic one after that and then sonic 2 was kind of a kid more kid movie than it was game video game movie so but it was still all right you know it was a movie um it's i, I just i don't know i don't know it's a weird crazy shit copyright law you know i took a class when i went to my legal program uh and it's it was it's a crazy world 
uh, copyright law. Especially like you know when you get into literary stuff like this, when it's transferring hands and there's like basically a chain of title when it comes to control of the IP, and you're you know you have to sometimes acquire companies that control certain IPs rather than giving the IP itself. It's very strange. Yeah, uh, yeah, and um, I just hope this is good for Lord of the Rings stuff. And then we get badass Lord of the Rings stuff, and they make good Lord of the Rings video games. I think right. you can more you can definitely make an open world game. Where you're just exploring Middle Earth, bro. It's, just bring back things like Conquest and War in the North or whatever. Like those yeah, games are war- fucking sick. Yeah, you can do that, and also like you know you can make new new IP, but like you know or like something like Mountain Blade Warband or something like that, or like Bannerlord. Uh, there's just there's a lot of op- there's a lot of ways you could do it. Uh, yeah, I mean and, even like games like League of Legends or TFT or like there used to there used to be a uh, Lord of the Rings MOBA actually a long yeah. time ago. I mean, I wouldn't play them because I, I, I find that stuff to be really boring. But, uh, or even like I don't like uh, Overwatch style games, like, mm. or um, what's the other kind of games? Uh, Just competitive multiplayer. Yeah, I mean, I, I doubt they'll make like a scroller type uh, games or whatever. Like, mm. but we'll see. Um, but for for going back to like how they may have acquired these rights for far less than the $2 billion potential asking price. I mean, the fact that uh, there's even a little bit of contention over the film rights mm. may have really driven down that price. Like, just the just the, the slight risk that Warner Brothers still controls that Mm. will drive that price into the mud. Yeah. Right? Because, like, you know, you have to think about it this way. Like, Salzance has already been licensing out Lord of the Rings stuff to all these video game companies and everybody else for years. Uh, and, and, you know, the film rights and, and stuff has just sat with Warner. So, like, I mean, they ha- they didn't have much else to gain. So, like... You're not gonna you're not gonna make all that much money off of like the idea that you can make video games with Lord of the Rings characters because I mean it video games are a lucrative market but not nearly as lucrative as making films and other things like that so yeah there's a good couple billion in it there's a lot of yeah. people around the world that play video games and I guarantee you I ever a lot of people that play video games are also hardcore Tolkien fans. Um, that's why I think that uh, Shadow of War got a se- uh, no Shadow of Mortar got a sequel. I think it was because it was so popular and it really surprised everybody. When you just make a really tight game with like you know some Lord of the Rings aesthetics to it, and the game is actually fun and enjoyable, people will just come to play it, even if it li- even if it literally is just a clone of Arkham Asylum. Essentially, it's what even it was. if it literally butchers <laughs> the lore, yeah, the lore. People don't but... even people don't. It turns out people don't even care about the lore. They just exactly. want to like you know they want to be in like Tolkien's world and run around and feel like they're a middle earth. Well, I mean, that's that's the biggest thing is, like, you'll never find... I mean, you will. Like, it's just crazy to me that, like, so many people attack people who don't know the lore or don't read comic books or whatever it is. And, like, like we're, we're all trying to enjoy the same thing in a different medium. And it's, like, why does it have to be a competition? And, like, why does it have to be gatekeeping and all this stuff? And it's just, like it's really annoying to me uh and like that's kind of like when before like this news came out and like 
you know, I was thinking about what we're going to talk about today. And I was thinking just like, we'll talk about uh, how, you know, adaptations of things from comic books, like, you know, Civil War and uh, what was the other Age of Ultron and stuff like that, how, how they how they aren't anything like what they are in comics Mm -hmm. um and what that would mean for secret wars coming up and things like that um that's like kind of the idea i had what we could talk about and it's just like it's the same thing with with tolkien fans like it's just like uh well you know if you haven't read everything by tolkien and you you know nobody respects the lore and it's like yeah we we all want to watch the rings of power and see respect paid for the world that tolkien built we don't want to see it like utterly obliterated but at the same time it's like that doesn't mean it's going to be bad or that there's going to be less to enjoy it's just it's not what what we would have wanted ideally yeah so i don't know um so this article goes on a little bit longer they just say embracer may not be so concerned uh, it recently acquired tabletop gaming publisher Asmodi, which has been making Lord of the Rings licensed titles for decades, and it may well regard the gaming rights as the jewel in the crown of the steel. Embracer has been on quite the acquisition spree over the last few years, and it recently snapped up Dark Horse Comics and Square Enix's Western Gaming Studios, including the rights to Tomb Raider. At $300 million, the deal with Square Enix looked like a bargain, while for its part, Square Enix was said to be glad to be rid of its Western arm. It seems mm-hmm. Embracer has once again swooped in on a desperate seller and bought the rights to a precious fantasy franchise, however disputed or limited, for a song. So, uh, yeah, people hate Square Enix, so. Yeah, they make a really good MMORPG, though, so I give them my fifth, I give them their blood money every month. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, like, honestly, at the end of the day, like, what you're saying about the gatekeeping, like, gamer, but the vast majority of gamers are huge pieces of shit. Like, you know, you just need to step into any public lobby, I mean, any public lobby in any majorly played video game and figure that out after, like, five minutes. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Don't I mean, listen it's, to it's what people on the internet games, say. Though, right? Like, like well, this exists yeah. in every corner of fandom. Yeah. Just ex- exclusionary. Because they, you know, it's, people, when a few like something belongs to them and it doesn't belong to other people because they don't have probably a whole lot in their own life. And I understand that. But also at the same time, like, you know, you need to be able to share a thing. It's just, yeah, it's vicious. I mean, it's vicious on the internet right now. Like, there's no good answers. Like, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this hundreds of times. Uh, it's just, yeah. God, it's just hard to be on the internet. Like, if you want to be a new fan, there's so much content you've got to catch up on. Where you even, even if no one's being toxic, you still feel internally like you're toxic to yourself. You know, saying like, oh, I don't know enough about this IP. Therefore, I'm a shitty fan. Right. And just like saying like, oh yeah, I've spent years being a fan and reading all these comic books. Like, bro, you don't have to brag about having nothing better to do with your time than like doing that. Like, I don't know. Like, I've read I've read way too many comic books in my life, but I'm not gonna sit there and tell people, oh, if you if you like this new comic book movie, um, you're not a real fan because in the comics it's so much different and so much better than this. And it's like, it's like what, uh, like, this is something I heard all the time growing up as a kid. And my mom used to say it all the time. The, the book is always better than the movie. Always. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I'd hear that from everyone. And it's because people wanted to feel better than you for having read the book. I'm more sophisticated because I actually read the book. And yeah. it's like, I get it. Like, but all you're telling me is you enjoy books more than movies, which is fine. 
but people who enjoy movies more than books you can't take that away from them like they're gonna yep. always enjoy the movie more because that's the mode of of story that they appreciate that's what they like more so yeah you can say the movies or the book is always better than movies but that's your reality and i, I just think comparing books and movies is weird because they're completely different forms of storytelling but yeah exactly that's the thing everybody always misses like you can't do the one-to-one -one. it just doesn't work no almost never does some lines of dialogue might some scenes might but like complete one-to-one -one, like the transition is just all off uh specifically yeah. between scenes the amount of travel to the amount of time involved uh you have so much more time to work with when you're writing a piece rather than whether you're shooting a movie you know you're usually restricted to like the industry standard which is an hour 40 or between between hour 40 and two hours usually i don't think i've ever only movie I ever saw that was like three hours long was Endgame because it's fucking Endgame, so it could be as however long as it wants to be. I know the Lord of the Rings movies. Well, yeah, but you know, not the extended edition. The, not the in, in theater. It was still like what two hours fifteen something like that. No, so it was a little. No, 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 they were all almost three hours in theaters. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, maybe I was so captivated that I felt like a I don't know. I imagine going back there to see it in theaters again. That'd be so fucking dope. Anyway, moving on from nostalgia. We, you know, like. I, I don't know See, there, there it is right there i'm being toxic to myself like as a fan like i'm saying like oh man i don't remember what it's like to see lord of the rings in theaters therefore i'm a shitty lord of the rings fan like it's so vicious the vicious cycle don't be toxic to yourself don't make my mistakes i'm just kidding make all the mistakes you want it's, i don't know or don't i don't know uh, the theatrical version of the fellowship of the ring is two hours and 58 minutes yeah it's three hours yeah. what about what about how long is return of the king Oh, that's, I think that's the longest one. Um, 200 minutes. That's 3 hours 20. Pretty fucking long. Yeah. I think uh, the Two Towers is the only one I didn't go to midnight of, which is also 3 hours long. 2 hours 59. So... But yeah, I mean, the the extended editions I think only added like fifteen to twenty minutes of extra footage for each of them. My but... God, the Hobbit! Jeez, dude, the Hobbit! Holy shit, man! Yeah, I know. Talked about that before, but in case you don't know, uh, Hobbit was kind of a mess. Mookie said, "Wow, good job, chair." Thank you. I'm sure you're saying that in a way that is complimenting and not condescending and passive aggressive at all whatsoever i'm what? sure you're you're actually genuinely saying that from the bottom of your heart to me like i can feel the love going through the ethernet cable dude like ah oh, i'm rubbing it on myself right now well what did uh i don't i don't know what happened why, i don't know why Trust are you getting me, a good job none of us really know what happened either all right don't worry about it don't engage oh. the chat okay first rule twitch never engage the chat but it's different when you know the chatter no, when they're in there, they're just fucking names they're, they're on just a screen. A name. They're just a mindless zombie in your horde. That's all they are. Uh, yeah. She she has a prime gaming crown. Damn. I am because I'm a great friend. That's right. That's she what she could, said. She has a prime gaming crown, and she's not subscribed to us. What the fuck? What is this? Our 300 million subscribers, and you can't subscribe? You think you come before me? 
She You're can't. Coming. She can't subscribe. She said, "Notice me." She can't subscribe because we're not even affiliates. Like, so we're never gonna be partnered for people to actually be able to subscribe. Yeah, we don't need them anyway. Those yeah. guys. Yeah, we're so cool. Um, what other news is there to talk about? Jesus. Yeah. Are you, everything going okay over there, buddy? Having a difficult time fiddling with it? Yeah, I was gonna um. Uh, I'm pressing some buttons. Uh, jeez, really? Wait, what? Everything okay? Uh, yeah, everything. Everything's peachy. Okay. Are you sure you're you're screaming into your you're, you're going like what <laughs> with like it? It's not that that's not just like what like question mark. That's like what question mark exclamation or like exclamation question mark. I don't, uh, you know, I, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just weird, okay? I don't know how Twitch works and shit. Like, I don't know how these buttons do. So, I just Are you applying, applying for fil- affiliationship right now? No, no, I can't because we don't get enough, uh, we don't, we don't get an average of three or more viewers to be able to become affiliate. Also, you need a hundred, you know, you need 50 followers and I, oh, Jesus, what the fuck was that? What? Your, um. Your thing just started making weird noises. It was like a slam, and then like a, and then like a static. And is it good now? Yeah, yeah, it's good now. Okay, yeah, I don't know what that was. Maybe it's because I got the text to my phone, and you heard electronic signal pass through the microphone. It was a, it was a bit flip or something. Oh, a whisper from the electric god. Yeah, we need fifty followers, and we only have like eight, so. Come on, guys! Chop, chop! Yeah, someone's got to fly to Russia and get more, get to get to get to one of those kiosks. Like it pays an army of bots to follow you. Just, I, you know, I mean, I think there are ways to do it. Like, and you know, like you, I think you can, um, I, like you can just like go to a bunch of like Twitter accounts that like are like get followers and stuff for your Twitch, and just like post your links and tell people to follow you, and hopefully a bunch of bots do it. You know, maybe. Is that how that works? I don't know. I just know we. I need to get a high rise in LA, and I need to live with a bunch of TikTokers and live off of DoorDash gift cards, getting expensive food that's in LA, like click and blaze, like nonstop all day, twenty four seven. Yeah. They make a burrito. They take fried chicken strips and they chop them up and they throw it into a burrito with a bunch of cheese and they roll it up and that's not even a burrito, but they give it to you and you call it a burrito. And hasn't, hasn't Taco Bell done that before? Yeah, but you know, Cluck and Blaze sounds cool, and it's not Taco and Bell, it's just Taco Bell, so obviously it's too low class for me. Uh, so naturally, I need to go somewhere uh, where it's two things and join with an and. There has to be a conjoining gotcha. word, or else it's just... Uh, yeah. Right. It's like you would never call the Curtis Legal Group to help you because they only have one lawyer's name in their name. Like, yep. you need a partnership, like... Uh, you, need like one with 13, you need one with, like, 14 of those fucking names in there. Yeah, like, you need, like, Schreiber and Leibowitz or something, you know? Schreiber, Leibowitz, Brecker, Bobber, Boffer. Yeah. <laughs> Jensen. Uh, yeah. Skin Dolly Von Doom. Yeah. I can't I can't cook enough tendies for all our followers. There are legions of them. Yeah. So. Yeah, just promise people you'll give them tendies if they fall. I mean... If we had the money to provide everyone, with, like I don't even have the money to provide myself with tendies. What? Um, well, I mean, tendies. 
your tendy your tendy fund is all dried up come well, on yeah. man yeah i mean we live in california and inflation's crazy so i mean the... well you gotta go out and buy tendies that's the thing you don't make them yourself yeah but gas is too expensive just walk walk to go eat your tendies brave the heat just fucking uh... struggle crawl through the door of jack of the box just uh, uh, just... I, I don't know if it's new but, but jack in the box has french toast sticks now i haven't seen that before french toast sticks are bussin probably i don't know they have um oh hell it's super funny fucking cluck and blaze went across my instagram feed i'm gonna send you this send you this sandwich i see your green dot on fucking insta i know you're i know you're there wait my green dot yeah i'm, yeah, green I'm dot. not even on yeah. instagram yeah right there's now. a green dot right now i, I think it, act, i think it's just a scam no. uh yeah. oh it's that? like is this like hot chicken yeah they just have store-bought american cheese up on here or something or is it it looks like cheddar actually tater tots and egg is that like in in hot chicken look at that and blaze they have mac and cheese with with tots and bites oh my god do they have chicken that isn't spicy as fudge oh man i'm getting hard right now and what is is she dipping it in thousand island dressing this chicken looks so fucking good. I'm about to get in my fucking car. I'm going to fucking LA. Is it, do they only have it in LA? Uh, it's the only place they have it. Oh, Dude, you, you know there's like 30 hot chicken places in my local area? I don't care about that. I care about the one that has a fucking awesome Instagram account, okay? Bro, they aren't they aren't they all like that? They have an NFT poster I can go take a picture with after I get my order. Oh, an NFT scam lol. Uh, <sighs> dude these look at this chicken i'm gonna just keep sending you pictures of chicken too late uh, hold on i i can send you some some chicken too okay like is it gonna be like real chicken that i can put in my mouth that's like preferably been double dipped in batter and flour and then thrown into a deep fryer for seven to eight minutes and then brought out lightly gold ready to go uh maybe i mean these are like chicken sandwiches but it looks like they also have tendies benefiting children nobody wants to buy from you anymore just kidding um like this one has like chicken and chicken sandwiches and for some reason cauliflower i'm gonna go to fucking mcdonald's for dinner now bro i haven't been to mcdonald's in like they got spicy nugs they got spicy nugs right now they're actually hella good Uh, no i only get the soul large but it's whatever. I don't mind sitting in my car. Gotta get an AC. Turn that bitch up to max. She blows all over me. Okay. Respect women. That's all I gotta say. Respectfully. Respectfully respect women. Exactly. Yeah. Like Artemis, I respect you as a woman. You're a good dog also. Wait, she, what? she just gave me a really weird look inside look and then she looked away. So I'm gonna leave that where it is. Right. Yeah, I know. It took me to Bojangles, and then you never brought me back when I was staying at your house for a week. So, you know, we can talk about it. You got that. You embarrassed me by getting so much sweet tea. So, if you don't know, Bojangles. Bro, I, guess, I sub- love sweet tea. I... So, okay. So, Bojangles, right? They sell you sweet tea, like, by the gallon. Like, you can buy a little mm-hmm. hand, like, and it's actually, like, really cheap. It's, like, $8.99 or something like that. And that got, is like, not two- cheap. She got, like, two of them. <laughs> That's, like, what it costs for, like, a gallon of, uh, of like, Chick fil A sweet tea nine dollars so the same price (laughs) that's so much like like i could go to texas roadhouse and get a gallon of sweet tea for like five bucks 
they sell well, cuz well yeah but you have to drink it all when you're there no right? no you don't you they sell uh, you can buy a uh, half gallons of it brewed in house though and it tastes pretty good so at least there's that but i don't know it's, but she got she got two gallons sweet, it's pretty pussy two, two gallons sweet tea and like we checked that was a lot of sweet tea yeah and chicken tenders actually did i think me and her husband went down to another place but i can't remember where we went now but it's too late. Bro, well, anybody matter. listening or watching this is going to be so hungry. <sighs> I'm hungry right now. I don't know why it hasn't been an hour yet. So she she said it's now. definitely not $9. You're lying. Uh, well, You're I giving California I... prices <laughs> for for Georgia sweet tea, okay? <laughs> All right, I'm telling you. It's... I'm telling you. It's... Dude, Chick-fil-A is good. Chick-fil-A is good. There isn't one out here yet, though. At least not one looks what? like this. Yeah, there's, no, there's not any of them near, near Brentwood or in Antioch. There might be one in Antioch, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm not going to lie. I used to be a Chick-fil-A hater. They used to, they're doing, there's a lot of churches in Canes right now. That's a big thing that's popping up over the Canes is the fastest growing fast food uh, restaurant in the United States. It's, pop, it's popping up all over the Bay Area and we, wherever it happens. We had it's zero, like and now there's one in Davis, one <laughs> in Citrus Heights, one in uh hold on elk grove and one coming to the arden area which is kind of surprising because down the street from the one coming to arden is a dave's hot chicken and which is super popular in la and i was i didn't even know there was one around here i just know it's popular in la like people love dave's chicken in la well, let me go check that out so much chicken so little time yeah, dude, I'm telling you, everywhere I go, there's a new, like, hot chicken place popping up, like, Nash and Proper, uh, mm-hmm. Stars. I got uh, a sticky chicken place that popped up in Brentwood. It's super popular right now. Like, everybody goes there at least. Like, there's a bunch of people there, usually between six and nine. But sticky chicken's like, you know, sticky chicken. Yeah, there's a Cane's in South Carolina now. Hey, don't be surprised. Wait, are there? Are there, there probably already are. So where did Kane, where did where did Canes kick off? Do you know where their like original oh, location is? I, I thought it was like in North Carolina or something. Like I think I thought that's where it started. I don't know. Obviously, since North Carolina started it, I mean, everyone in South Carolina immediately started resisting to it because they actually legitimately hate each other. So, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Raising Canes, Chicken Finger, uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Sorry. Hmm. And it's the, I, I'm pretty sure the same guy still owns it. Louisiana is the best place to buy food in the, in the entire country, hands down. Is it? New Orleans, dude. Best New Orleans is the most overrated city in the entire United States. It's a fucking I'm, dumpster fire. It's a shithole little fucking been, garbage town. I've been there a couple times. I really had a good time, man, getting drunk on Bourbon Street and chilling and bar hopping and getting good greasy food. But... She only heard about canes from people in Texas. What are you uh, in Texas? What the hell? People in Texas have, uh, like, uh, Texas has a couple of things going for it. Barbecue, first of mm-hmm. all. Uh, but I've never had Whataburger, but apparently that's a thing that people love there. And then people here say, eh, but in and outs better, and they have fights. And I'm like, you guys are all wrong. It's all trash. Just go to McDonald's. It's cheaper. <laughs> and same quality, to be honest. But I don't know about that one. Uh, when it comes to the In and Out burgers, specifically because they're cheaper, uh, In and Out is trash. In and Out's pretty good. Their burgers taste I think, like they've I think been you're roasted so in onions. You're, you're so programmed by the machine, you can't even recognize fresh food anymore. I'm sorry. You you like you, you hate because of the potatoes. You hate the potatoes because they're fresh fried. It's not because they're like you know dust and flour. No, then. no. <laughs> I hate their fries 
at at in and out because they're only good for about five seconds and then they turn into little rubber pellets okay that's because they do not know how to properly cook french fries i could cook french fries better than them i have cooked french fries better than them and i will continue to cook french fries better than them yeah, that's why you gotta eat in store. Most important thing, anyone. Uh, also, the shakes yeah, and in and out. Yeah, I mean, also good. like you avoid waiting three and a half hours in a drive-through. Holy shit! That's why you don't go to the drive-through. Exactly. Bro, it's empty. I will never understand why people go to In and Out for fast food when you wait two hours in a drive-through. It's madness. Some people like sitting in their cars. Also, that's like a legitimate thing. Dude, if I if I see cars in a parking lot backed up that much, I'm leaving immediately. Okay. Bro, even Taco Bell, I am not waiting more than 10 minutes in a drive-thru yeah, to Taco that, Bell. Really did you ever go to that Brentwood, that Brentwood Taco you Yeah, you, that Brentwood Taco Bell on Brentwood Boulevard, right? Uh, I went there once. And it was, it's always fucking crazy down there. I only went there that one time when they, they came out like the, the chicken that you could dip, those little square chickens, or triangle chickens that you could dip in the cheese. I remember I bought a whole bunch and we ate them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think you went with me that time. Yeah. And then uh, we got it. And then like, you, yeah. And then you're like, chicken fries are better. <laughs> and then you went yeah. to Burger King and got chicken fries. Moogie and said, I agree. Moogie said five guys all day. Five Guys uh, is pretty good when it's wrapped in foil and it's like nice and hot and they give you those thick ass fries. I've only had, really good shake I've there. only had Five Guys once. I thought it was overrated and way too expensive for what it is. Uh, fair, you think everything's overrated and expensive, so. <laughs> well, that's because like I remember my when <laughs> that's I, went to, it is. <laughs> I went to Chicago <laughs> with my wife like years ago and she was like she's like oh like there's a Shake Shack here you have to go to Shake Shack I'm like dude I lived in the Midwest for a long time I don't really care about Shake Shack but whatever so I went to Shake Shack and I said oh wow this tastes exactly like in and out and it's double the price so like it's just a, a more expensive more overrated version of the same thing we have at home uh, yeah and the one thing people can't like the one thing in and out's got going for it too is the pricing like it's still pretty reasonable everything considered like for like a double double and stuff like that I still think it's only like five bucks which is yeah. you know Double cheeseburger. Uh, it's basically the same size as a quarter pounder, which is currently like eight ninety eight right now at McDonald's. So, yeah. Mookie added there that Five Guys burgers are bussin' and they give you a literal sack of fries. Yeah, they give you a shitload of fries at Five Guys. So. Yeah, like I said, I, maybe I have to give it another try. I don't know. Um, well, I feel like Five Guys needs to so. do a better job marketing because let me be honest, I moved to California. When I was like 11, I see in and out I say, that kind of sounds like a strip club. Probably not going there. Uh, I was 11. Uh, and the only reason that, that came to mind is because right before that, I lived in West Virginia, and down the street there was the Pink Pony, which was a strip club. So I'm like, oh, they just have strip clubs in you know normal cities all the time. Like So I saw in and out I said, that sounds like a strip club. Uh, it's down the street from where I live. Uh, I saw Five Guys. I thought that was a gay bar. Um, but it wasn't. Um, and also like if, the thing is like people, the, how they describe five guys, the quality is so much better than places like habit burger or things like that. But it's like they, for the average consumer, they all seem like the same option. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, I understand that. It's just really like what you grew up with. I'm sure I'm a bit biased because I grew up with In-N-Out, and I just really like how they taste in So the main thing I like about In-N-Out is how they kind of like drench the burgers with cheese. That's one thing I really like about it that I feel like other places don't do. Uh, um, you know, but it, it's just, 
for what is personally to me the best like fast food joint i usually just go with jack in the box because like those munchy meals can't be beat dude dude when i visited california when i was like i don't even remember like six or seven i tried jack in the box i thought it was so good like i craved it i went home and like i this when i lived in ohio and i was like man i want to go to jack in the box but we didn't have jack in the box and i was like man jack in the box is so good because like their chicken tenders are a little bit spicy but not super spicy and like i don't know i just craved that and then i came back and it just wasn't very good yeah, the problem is they changed... Well, the thing is, specifically with their chicken tender recipe, they changed it. I remember the tenders that you're talking about. They used to have a really good flour mix, and they mm-hmm. got rid of it, probably because it was, like, super unhealthy. Um, and they changed it with something that's a little bit more healthier, so they just don't taste the same, and it's not as, like... You know, like, good chicken tenders are also kind of moist on the inside, right? Like, they kind of, like... Yeah. And, they're, and those chicken tenders are kind of dry and stiff, and it, it's just not the same. But their they're spicy chicken tenders are a bit different, and they're pretty good. And they're really, really spicy. That's the thing. Here's what I'll say about Raising Cane's. They have a very simple menu. Like, like their thing is chicken. And that's pretty much all they do. All their meals are, like, chicken fingers or chicken fingers on a sandwich. Like, that's it. That's all that's on their menu. Aside from, like, sides, like, coleslaw and, like, typical things like that. But, like, they don't even have mac and cheese. Like, their, their menu is super, like, it's just chicken tenders, coleslaw, uh, Texas toast, and in Kane's uh, sauce, right? Like that's their menu. And for for a company that literally only does one thing, you would think they would do it better than everybody else. Yeah. But like like don't get me wrong, their chicken is is it's not bad, it's good. And like like for my wife, she loves the 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 Kane sauce. Like that's her thing. So like like that's the appeal for her but it's like if your thing is chicken you should have the best chicken and the fact that chick-fil-a's chicken is still better (laughs) i'm sorry i'd rather go there yeah that was a problem with kfc too i went there for the first time in like it must have been years i got one of their big tender side meals it just all tastes like shit now yeah not good like the mashed potatoes i used to love the mashed potatoes and gravy from kfc and like now like it kind of just makes me sick (laughs) <laughs> and it's yeah, just like their, their mac and cheese made me throw up i'm pretty sure like it was just really bad like i tried spoonfuls of it and like i was like all right this is pretty mint but i bought it so i gotta fucking eat it and i was super stoned so i was able to pal- power through <laughs> and it probably tasted better to my palate uh, but their chicken tenders like you know that was the main part of the meal the only thing i got that was good was the fries those fries they have at kentucky uh, kentucky fried chicken are actually like pretty good oh the but, wedge ones yeah like yeah. they're like in the salt they're like in the they're seasoned with like the secret powder or whatever it is the colonel's recipe mm. they were ducking and cr- oh hold on hold on sorry i skipped one uh to be honest best chicken tenders i've had recently were at a somewhat fancy restaurant in chattanooga that's called jp's or something like that they were fucking incredible she said ducking. Yeah, a, a lot of a lot of bistro restaurants are starting to come around to like chicken and stuff like that and like Dude. no more fried meals um they're they're like i was at a uh they at this fancy restaurant that just opened up in discovery bay um you know the town i occupy uh okay. there was this they have they have fried chicken on the meal on the on the, on the menu and it was 27 dollars, but it was still like when i came out like it was really fucking good looking like i've never seen breaded chicken like fried chicken like that it was like stuck to like the frying was like the skin was like stuck to the meat you know yeah she said i bought them for my toddler and tried a bit to see if it was cool enough no you gotta go back blew you gotta my mind 
give the no i want these for me that's what you tell me like waiter excuse me send the chef like tell him it's, it's tendy time baby yeah dude no <laughs> no joke the best chicken like the best chicken tenders i've ever had are chicken tenders that are fried in like the same batter you would use to fry like fish for fish and chips if you make like that that crispy beer batter on on a chicken tender, it's so good. Yeah. Like and and also, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever tried this, but um, pro tip uh, if you haven't, um, if you have the option to order country gravy anywhere and chicken tenders, do that. Dip your chicken tenders in country gravy. It's delicious. Yeah. I mean, it's not a new thing because it's like obviously like with country fried chicken or whatever, like they they it already comes with like a peppercorn white gravy most places, but like ever since I was a kid going to like Bob Evans, I would always get like sausage gravy with chicken tenders and dip that shit in there. You dip your like happy face uh, tater tots up in that shit too. French fries, uh-huh. whatever you have, oh so good. Yeah. That's the only time I'll dip. As an adult, I do not dip fries in anything usually unless it's gravy but honey mustard sauce from fucking mcdonald's nope. bro no honey mustard oh, no ranch the sweet, not the sweet no, and sour no no ketchup Ugh. no thank you no sweet and sour nope i trust anyone that understands the importance of country gravy exactly and and uh texas roadhouse has has a, a cream gravy that's so good it's like 90 percent bacon fat i'm pretty sure but my heart, my heart. Texas, I don't need that. I got the burger at Texas Roadhouse a few days ago. It was so fucking good, dude. And yeah. like, I was gonna only eat half of it because I was already full of filled up on sides and bread at that point. And then I warmed up yeah. the next day, and it tasted just the same. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> no joke. I, like, if I go to Texas Roadhouse, my wife, we we end up getting like two, uh, like two things of bread, right? And each one has like four rolls. She eats like yeah. one, and I eat seven. <laughs> Dude, I eat so many of those fucking rolls. I usually no, the I literally just have them bring me basket a basket at a time. Like I don't have because if I do two, I'll sit there and eat them all. Yeah. It's uh. Oh man, Texas Roadhouse is really good. Their margaritas are really good too. Um, And then they have like those chasers. You know, you know, an Australian guy tried to fight me. You can get a you can get a virgin margarita. You know, that's a thing you can do. I I don't think that would interest me either. But an Australian guy tried to fight me at a Texas Roadhouse one time. Uh, why because he was australian and he wants to fight people I, well he was already drunk but my friend and i showed up you know and it's like it's like a friday or saturday night so it's like packed and so we end up going to the bar because like you can mm-hmm. just sit at the bar and there was like a couple seats there right mm-hmm. and so like we sat in the seats and like you know the the bartender like who, who actually is pr- pretty familiar with me because like i used to go there a lot he was like, "Oh, like you know, what can I get you or whatever?" And you know, I was like, "Oh, can I get a can I get a sweet tea?" And then my friends like, "Can I get a water?" And this guy got so mad. He was mm-hmm. like, "He's like, you sat at this bar to order fucking tea and water," and I was like, "I didn't really say anything." I was like, "This is super uncomfortable." And he and he's like, he's like, "Take fucking note, bitch. You don't fucking order tea at a fucking bar." And he's like, "Got." He's just started getting hella mad and like yeah. uh, like and uh the the bartender came over and he's like dude chill out like they're like they're paying customers just like you like it's it's not a big deal he got so mad he just left yeah like like, he sat there for like another like two three minutes and like my friend and i we we literally didn't say anything we're just sitting there like chilling you know like trying to like 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 because i'm getting ready like if this guy gets up to like swing at me i need to be prepared like i'm not touching my drink i'm not talking to anybody i'm in the zone in case some shit goes down 
okay <laughs> and so like i'm just waiting and like eventually he like he leaves but he he was so mad he was just like talking shit the whole time and like like I, like i had no idea what was going on I, like and it's like I, I get it like as someone like like i don't drink alcohol and like that leads to some awkward situations sometimes when you're at parties and people like feel weird about you being there and not drinking and stuff like i've had um, people- that's just people like you know like they can't Makes them, yeah, like, they're insecure sad. or whatever. Like that's yeah. that, that is what like it me, is. Yeah. Like me, I wouldn't fucking care because you're not me, and I'm just there to have a good time and get drunk and like you know smoke a bunch of weed. So right. like, you do your thing, I do my <laughs> thing. That's how it's supposed to work. But some people like they are like they get upset. Like you came to a party, like you know you sat down at a bar and you didn't do this, and it's yeah. It like like I was at like I was at my friend's house. He was throwing a party at his house. Yeah. On like for like New Year's Eve or whatever, and and I went to his house. Because he invited me to go to his party. And, like, we're outside in the back, and there's a bunch of people there. And this girl was like, oh, oh, you want me to get you a drink or something? And I was like, I was like, oh, no, it's okay. Like, I, I don't drink. I'm good. And and she says, you don't drink? And I said, no. She said, then why the fuck are you here? Yeah. And I was like, like, like just like that. And, and, my, and uh, Captain Hot Sauce was there with me. And he got, he got a little mad. He's like, he's like, he's here to fucking socialize. Yeah. Exactly. I'd probably be like, "What the fuck? Like, he's here to uh, fucking have. He's here to party, damn bitch." I was like, "I was like, you know, it's like it's not a big deal or whatever." They're and basically like, they're basically jealous of sobriety. I think that's the best way I can like describe it. It's I don't know people people when they're partying like they want you to be on their level. I think and and if you're not like, it's like you can make the whole mood or vibe be weird because like you're not where they are. You know, it's like I yeah. I, I get that and it's like but I'm not. I'm not here to to harsh your vibe or whatever. Like I'm just here to hang out with my friends, like you know, and and make jokes and have a laugh. Like I don't need to be drunk to do that. Mookie said I gotta go. It was great listening to y'all. Well, thanks for uh, chatting with us talking and hanging about food out with us. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about much food. love. Oh, more food. Yeah, I need it. Where just, is it? We we spent more than half of this talking about food now. I think, and honestly, it's probably the best content we've ever done. Yeah, you're not wrong. So. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about, or you want to just uh, go, go leave the internet and eat food? <laughs> yeah, I actually saw something that scrolled across my feed. Um, turns out, in July, more people watch TV via streaming than they did via cable for the first mm-hmm. time ever. That's, so it's that's not that surprising. Yeah, uh, it's more surprising that it never happened before. Sooner, yeah, yeah. But um, it's just like I think. Well, also I think it just shows a shift a general shift like you know like rings of power isn't going to be on any tv channel it's going to be on one place on amazon prime you know some more more, that's going to keep happening and happening like disney's gonna disney plus is gonna have more exclusive it looks like um the fuck does that mean sorry it's just said that it has like a cool chart to break it down Mm. and like eight percent is netflix which surprises me because i thought their numbers were down um and but i guess is that the largest number yeah, uh, no. The other one is the ten point two percent. So there's thirty four point eight percent of all people that watch their TV were watching it on stream. Hmm. Uh, we're stream, we're stream, we're having it streamed to the TV. And the highest one is called other streaming, and it's at ten point two percent. So maybe it's like a compilation of everything mixed together. Yeah, it's like gotta be like Crunchyroll, Twitch, and, 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 and yeah. Well, maybe not. I don't think Twitch would count for TV. I know, I but if you're having it streamed to your TV, I think it counts. Like, I think they're just uh, doing like who's watching on t on TVs. Like, you know, you. Well, do they specific like which ones do they specifically call out? Like, 
Uh, 8% for Netflix, 7.3% for YouTube TV, 3.6% for Hulu, 3% for Prime Video, and then 1.8% for Disney Plus, and 1% of that streaming was done on HBO Max. Oh, so then there's like Paramount, Peacock, like... Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, all those other ones that are like... I mean, you can still watch TV. I mean, like, you gotta... I mean, gotta think about alternatives to cable, even like Sling TV, which you can stream... Mm. Um, I mean, like I watch like obviously. Well, ESPN, like, ESPN now is starting to move yeah. on to like streaming. That's a like big yeah. thing. So I don't like you know that's not important for me because I don't really do that much of sports. But I know if I remember correctly, you're still really into baseball. Uh, like well, I, I mean, I, me, it's it's soccer, right? English soccer, right. and like yeah. I I subscribe to uh, NBC to watch Premier League games, to Paramount to watch Champions League, Europa League games to espn to watch fa cup games like yeah so yeah so stupid <laughs> I anybody elon, so many things. elon's gonna buy a manchester united uh he was joking i know it's crazy because manchester united is a publicly traded company and the price shot right up 25 percent yeah it's publicly but, it's publicly traded because fucking our owners don't care about making the team good they just want money we're the only we're the only club in england whose owners actively pull money out and pay dividends. No <laughs> other club in England does that. Yeah. We're the worst team last year in the top six in England. We were the worst one. The The team that won signed a $100 million striker. The team that came in second signed a $100 million striker. We uh, sold somebody for $16 million and signed somebody for $50 million. Hmm. And then the owners took out a twelve million and paid dividends. Yep, we 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 as fans of that team generate more money than any other club, and we spend the least. Like, and, and that's just because other teams' owners will use their their own personal money because they're billionaires to buy players and do things. Our club will not. They will pull oh the money out and pay. I'm their sorry. Shareholders. I'm sorry. I need to interrupt. There's a chicken tender festival. Well, you know, this weekend, uh, I don't know if this is, I, I don't know how into food you are, mm-hmm. uh, but is the foodie land? Yeah, is, yeah, in Sacramento. But but there's also they also do foodie lands up in your neck of the woods, I think too. Yeah, they did one in Antioch. I'm gonna go, I might go to the next one. There's also a really really big one in Berkeley. I heard is a really good one because like it has like all the food trucks that exclusively just work SF. Like they go they go to the Berkeley. So. I'm not really into Berkeley, to be honest. Well, you just, you know, Berkeley's fun to go to. You just don't want to live there because um, everyone who lives there is a fucking self-centered asshole, or mostly. I I, uh, I only go there to go to Nordic House to get, like, Norwegian stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, in, um, it's, in, it's in L.A. Have you been to, like, the, like in Emeryville? There's, like, a, a food market thingy. No, I don't know if it's, like, a market or, like, a co-op or whatever it is. I don't know. There's a bunch of restaurants in it, like in emeryville i went there once oh my god you just pay 50 dollars at the door to this chicken tender festival and you can eat as many chicken tenders as you want that's pretty cool. and you have are there different drink. varieties yeah it's gonna be it's a competition between willie mays raisin canes howlin rays delilah original dinos go go bird daring and more showing their best chicken tenders where is this it's gonna be in Los Angeles on the twentieth. In two days, we gotta go. Oh my go. god, I can't. We gotta get away. Saturday, dude. I pick you. Come down to my house. I go. I drive us the rest of the way. 
we get there before it closes, we eat one dollar for every. So we need to balance this out in dollars, right? So one dollar for the drinks, and then one dollar for every chicken tender to get the payback. So we need to eat forty nine chicken tenders each. All right, and this, yeah. And then we drive back up on Sunday. We, we stop to throw up, and then we get to do our. I can't because my wife is throwing a party for a friend and I have to like help with things. Tell your wife where you're going. She'll understand. She'll know. She's like, go. Yeah, she'll, can- she'll cancel the party she just spent like hundreds of dollars on. No, she's <laughs> she'll come be... with us. Yeah. She's... <sighs> yeah. Wallace Andberg's Center for the Performing Arts. If anyone wants to go to that. Sounds really fucking good. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go hunt down some chicken. Rio now. said, "Podcast it for the content." Yeah, live stream it. Of us eating 49 chicken tenders and like throwing up over ourselves at each other. The podcast set. Uh, any passerbys? You already know we're gonna get kicked out for like <laughs> for doing that shit too. Yeah, just uh, throwing up on people. Like, what is this Kool Aid chicken? Uh, <laughs> and they make that now. That's like really popular in LA. They're making Kool Aid chicken. Yeah, and they dip it in, like, they fry it, and they dip it in, as soon as they take it out of the fryer, and they dip it in, like, Kool-Aid. You know what else is popular in LA? Homelessness. Yeah. You know what else is, you know, it's popular all across California? Homelessness. <laughs> homelessness. Extreme poverty. Extreme homelessness and poverty, yep. Anyway, speaking of being privileged, I need you to take me off the internet so I can go use my fancy piece of plastic to magnetically <laughs> okay. send a signal to my bank to detract a certain amount of money from my pay for my chicken tenders okay. i don't even know well, chicken tenders um, just in case what? anyone's listening thinks we forgot we know she hulk came out today okay we'll talk yeah. about it eventually yeah I'm i mean it's only watch. one episode and so you know whatever but yeah, anyway thanks episode. everyone for tuning in listening watching whatever oh, much tenders. love to mookie and ryujin uh, for chatting with us where are they who's hiding them from me <laughs> uh follow like subscribe send a message give us a heart goodbye <laughs>